0: E-E-I. He- <laughs> you. You, 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 you. <laughs> well, Pickering, I think that's the whole show. Uh, would you like to go over any of it again? No, thank you. Not now. I'm quite done up for this morning. Tired of listening to sound? Yes, it's a fearful strain. I rather fancy it myself because I can pronounce 24 distinct vowel sounds, but you 130 beat me. <laughs> I can't hear a bit of difference between most of them. Well, that comes with practice. You hear no difference at first, but you keep on listening, and presently you find they're all as different as A from B. Please, sir. Yes, Mrs. Pierce. what is it?
1: A young woman wants to see you, sir.
0: A young woman? What does she want?
1: Well, sir, she says you'll be glad to see her when you know what she's come about. She's quite a common girl, sir. Very common indeed. Has she an
0: interesting accent? Oh, something dreadful, sir, really. Let's have her up, Pickering. Show her up, Mrs. Pierce.
1: Oh. very well, sir. It's for you to say.
0: This is rather a bit of luck. I'll show you how I make records. We'll set her talking, and I'll take her down first in Bell's visible speech, then in broad Romic, and then we'll get her on the phonograph so that you can turn her on as often as you like with the written transcript before you.
1: This is the young woman, sir.
0: Why, this is the girl I jotted down last night. She's no use. For all the records I want of listen Grove lingo, I'm not going to waste another cylinder Be off with you. I don't want you.
1: Do I know what I come for yet? Did you tell him I come in a taxi? Nonsense, girl. What do you think a gentleman like Mr Higgins cares what you came in? Ooh, we are proud. He ain't above giving lessons, not him. I heard him say so. Well, I ain't come here to ask for any compliment, and if my money's not good enough, I can go elsewhere.
0: Good enough for what?
1: Good enough for you. Now, you know, don't you? I'm come to have lessons, I am. And to pay for them, too, make no mistake. Well...
0: What do you expect me to say to you?
1: Well, if you was a gentleman, you might ask me to sit down, I think. Then I tell you, I'm bringing you business.
0: Pickering, shall we ask this baggage to sit down, or shall we throw her out of the window?
1: Ow I won't be called a baggage when i have offered to pay like a lady.
0: What is it you want, my girl?
1: I want to be a lady in a flare shop, instead of selling at the corner of Tottenham Court Road. But they won't take me unless I can talk more genteel. He said he could teach me. Well, here I am, ready to pay him, not asking any favour, and he treats me as if I was dirt. How can you be such a foolish, ignorant girl as to think you could afford to pay Mr Higgins? Why shouldn't I? I know what lessons cost as well as you do, and I'm ready to pay. How much? Now you're talking. I thought you'd come off it when you saw a chance of getting back a bit of what you chucked at me last night. You'd had to drop in, hadn't you? Sit (laughs) down. If you're going to make a compliment of it... Sit down!
0: What's your name?
1: Liza Doolittle.
0: Well, let's get to business. How much do you propose to pay me for the lessons?
1: Oh, I know what's right. A lady friend of mine gets French lessons for 18 pence an hour from a real French gentleman. Well, you wouldn't have the face to ask me the same for teaching me my own language as you would for French. So, I won't give you more than a shilling. Take it or leave it.
0: You know, Pickering... If you consider a shilling, not as a simple shilling, but as a percentage of this girl's income, it works out as fully equivalent to sixty or seventy guineas from a millionaire. How so? Well, figure it out. A millionaire has about a hundred and fifty pounds a day. She earns about half a crown. Who told you I She offers me two-fifths of her day's income for a lesson. Two-fifths of a millionaire's income for a day would be somewhere about sixty pounds. It's handsome. (laughs) By George, it's enormous. <laughs> it's the biggest offer I've ever had.
1: Sixty pounds? What are you talking about? I never offered you sixty pounds. Where would I get Hold 60? your tongue. But I ain't got sixty pounds! Oh, don't cry, you silly girl. <laughs> Sit down. Nobody is going to touch your money.
0: Well, somebody's going to touch you with a broomstick if you don't stop snivelling. <laughs> Sit down!
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I won't think you was my father.
0: If I decide to teach you, I'll be worse than two fathers to you. Here, take my handkerchief.
1: What's this for?
0: To wipe your eyes. To wipe any part of your face that feels moist. Remember, that's your handkerchief and that's your sleeve. Don't mistake the one for the other if you wish to become a lady in a shop.
1: It's no use talking to her like that, Mr. Higgins. She doesn't understand you.
0: Higgins, I'm interested. What about the ambassador's garden party? I'll say you're the greatest teacher alive if you make that good. I'll bet you all the expenses of the experiment you can't do it. And I'll pay for the lessons.
1: Oh. You are real good. Thank you, Captain.
0: It's almost irresistible. She's so deliciously low, so horribly dirty.
1: (laughs) Well, I ain't dirty. I'll wash my face and hands before I come on, Diggs.
0: You're certainly not going to turn her head with flattery, Higgins. Oh, don't say that, sir.
1: There's more ways than one of turning a girl's head.